Welcome to the SC Journey, where we take you on journeys from across the spectrum on just how the hell we became systems engineers. My name's Zane Allen, and he's Chris Sprague. I said that backwards. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us again for another episode. Uh, today, we're going to do uh, we're going to do a little special episode, uh, holiday episode. Generally, we bring on a, a guest to talk about their journey, how they became an SE or got into their role. So today, we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to do a, a holiday special update um, show. So my uh, my host here, Zane, and, and I will talk about, uh, we'll just kind of shoot the breeze a little bit about the holidays and then give you an update on what our current roles are and what our journeys have been looking like. Um, and uh, and we'll go from there. So with that, Zane, how are you doing today? Good, good. And and in uh, true SE Journey fashion, we're doing our holiday episode, which will come out a month after the holidays, right? So. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Hopefully not that long. Maybe we'll get this out soon. Uh, yes, but the holidays are, have passed. So what are, what are we? Just a couple of days after New Year's here. We <laughs> thought it would be good. It's been a long time since we've even done an episode. So we've been yes. shooting to to do an update episode, and then the holidays got here, and and so now we're just kind of combining them both. Yep. <laughs> and hopefully yep. we get it out close enough to the holidays. Like so end of year activities and our roles. Heck, I went to Europe for two weeks. So yeah, you know we we got a little off track. Yeah, for look. great things for 2023, right? For the show and have some plans to keep it on a better cadence and get uh, a great set of, of, of all new um, uh, folks to talk to. But yeah, be a little more consistent. Be a nice uh, New Year's resolution New Year to be resolution. a little more consistent. Right. But all good resolutions are broken, I think. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> no, we, we will try. Um, yeah, you know, talking about your little trip there, you mentioned, uh, I was going to say, it's been two weeks or so that we haven't really talked, right? Um, I, I, you know, of course, we text each other and say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and all those things. But um, yeah, a couple yeah. weeks might not be long for you know most people or me talking to my other family members. But uh, Zane, you yeah, and I talk <laughs> really different, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, but you and I talk every day, if not multiple times a day, right? Multiple so we've kind of been. Day, yeah. uh, uh, tuned out from each other for a couple of weeks. So how, how was, um, how's the holidays and Christmas and uh, you had that great, vacation, great. right? So, yeah, I started December, uh, got to take a trip to Europe, um, partially with a group that I belong to, uh, the VMUG and, uh, then, you know, time with the family out there. So you're right. That kind of started December and I got back just in time for the holidays when everybody else was taking time off and felt like I was like kind of cut off from a lot of people, but, uh, got to do some, some lab work at home and, catch up on some, you know, some learning activities and studying. And, and, uh, so that, so that was nice, but, uh, holidays were good. Low key. Um, just, just kind of the immediate family, uh, easy Christmas. I live in Seattle. I think we've probably said that before. Had a nice little, uh, uh, snow thaw refreeze. So sheets of ice everywhere. So it kind of kept us in the home <laughs> for most of the time, but, um, not quite a white Christmas, but more of a, more of a, a problem if you went outside, right? <laughs> yeah, <And> um, <laughs> that's right. Um, because we got that that snowstorm up in the the northwest here, uh, 
which was, I mean, it, pretty bad for us as well. But Seattle doesn't normally get that, right? Like you'll get those no. cold fronts, but you were even showing up on our news like, hey, they're getting yeah. snow. This is abnormal. <laughs> and I guess the last few years, I've only been in Seattle six years, but we've we've gotten quite a bit of snow. It was just weird. This year, it was more the crunchy. I, I, I hear they call it the Cascadian concrete out here where it yes. kind of kind of thaws and brings back. But uh, but then it just sheets of ice. So if, uh, you know, if you just had normal kind of all season tires, you were just skating, skating yeah. around out there. <laughs> My uh, my wife went to do some errands. Text me said I'm just going to go to the store that's really close and I'm coming back and told me how she she kind of just didn't have a lot of control getting into intersections. So yeah, uh, it's all it's always not, uh, not normal. It's always surprising to me. I mean, I appreciate the public service announcements, but I I saw a bunch of uh, well, I saw a few posts about you know here a wreck. Be careful that black ice out there. You you can't see it and yeah, um, you know and and the reason I kind of smile and say it's funny to me is. Yep, that's exactly what black black ice is. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's why you need to be careful. But it, it's true; it's it's hard to see, and that we had a lot of that. And um, to your point, that crunchy snow. We had a you know quote unquote white Christmas because it snowed like two weeks before, and then just froze into that hard. Yeah, it's, it's like you know walking on crunchy grass and. Snow, I so. let the dog out, and he's like crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> Not that fluffy stuff. Uh, yeah, we we normally have a. Uh, we have. We, I live on a hill. Or it's kind of like the hill ends right at right where my driveway starts, basically, on this kind of curve, and the mm. whole neighborhood comes out to sled that hill when it snows. And uh, not a single person out there this time because it wasn't enough snow, and it's not as fun to. You probably could have ice skate, skated on it if you wanted, but uh, yeah. a lot of sledding going on. In fact, actually, I ran into somebody at an event yesterday. Uh, someone else that uh, works works. You know, basically an SE that works here up here, and uh, he said he did put his skates on. He's a little more south of here, really. Uh, and he said I skated down the street. He goes, I'm not a great skater, but I put them on. I tried it, and I mean, I didn't touch that road at all. I'm like, that's insane. I go, it looked like that, and you tested the theory. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's, that's hilarious, great. man. Just out there, just watch your neighbor just skating down the street in in skates. Yeah, cool. I anyway. So yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, weather and uh, holidays were good. How, how about uh, I, I caught the uh, Avatar movie on uh, New Year's Day, so that's quite a quite an epic thing. Um, oh, did you? Um, uh, the Way of Water, the new The one? Way of Water. Yeah, that's in three D too. Don't normally watch them that way, but I think that movie is definitely something you should do. Oh, did that's you see it in three D? Yeah. So it was awesome. I mean, and it was more about the perspective, right? Like kind uh, of the well, depth of field, but. That's amazing. why the first one was awesome, right? He, they, yeah. he shot it in with 3D cameras. I don't know if the new one. I don't think the new one was shot with 3D cameras, though, right? No, oh, it's they must have created just, it that way, right? They just post process uh, it a lot better. Because I know uh, the original I, one, he used two, you know, dual lens cameras, shot it in 3D. I think now it's all about the high frame rate cameras and stuff. But uh, I saw it on the Thursday, uh, the night before it came out, uh, oh, but yeah. not, but not 3D, and it it was great. It was great. I think they used there's some some effects that I, I saw like a bunch yeah. of people for the and it must have been that. But no, it was like there were scenes where and I want to ruin the movie, but you're like in like a sub thing and you're you feel like you're in it because you get that depth of field. It was, it was oh, pretty nice. great. Yeah. My son yeah. he's kinda like, ah, I don't like having only I can only see things through glasses. the glasses. I want it off. I'm like, Yeah, but I think it really made this movie awesome, buddy. Um Well anyway, that's yeah, I loved my, it. Yeah. You know, my uh, my seven year old. We watched Avatar. I have it in 3D, yeah. and I still have a 3D TV. Believe it or not, 
So oh, we wow. watched it. We watched it in 3D <laughs> before we went to the new one. Oh, that's uh, but, brilliant. But we didn't yeah. see that in 3D. Um, and he, he, he really liked it. Uh, it was, yep. so I, you know, not to give too much away either, but I was, I mean, it, it's a fantastic movie. It looks beautiful. It made me really appreciate what Avatar achieved in 2009. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're yes, like, yeah. wow. When you saw that, that movie is, for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. That's why that thing blew everybody away in 2009. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, hey, anyway. My son's funny. He said, and I'll leave it on that, but uh, uh, I liked it, but the first one was the highest grossing movie ever and i'm like okay so you're not gonna like this one if it doesn't reach that same goal like come on buddy like he's just funny like that's what he honed in on he liked it nobody even really noticed the 19 hours it was or whatever that we were in that yeah. movie theater it, but uh, it goes <laughs> it's like about fast. three hours right it doesn't seem like it dude i had enthralled in it it's great i had a seven-year-old with yeah. me never once yeah. went i gotta go do the wiggles or i gotta go yeah. to the bathroom somehow he even lasted through that whole thing so yeah. it, it keeps movie. your attention there you yeah. go we should start this as a podcast, part of the podcast segment, huh? Movies, movie music. recommendation of the week. Yeah. Hey, the new Spider Man's coming out. Uh, is, no, yeah, the the second. Uh, my my daughter's all excited about that. She's oh, into Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse, yeah. Or what? So. What the new one's called? Something else, but it's that one. Yeah. Sony's. The multiverse, yeah. So that one's gonna be cool. Yeah. Looking forward to that one as well. Yeah, we'll probably see the Ant Man one too. Why not? My, my, my family are Marvel freaks. Actually, I have a uh, Miss Time right here. If anybody knows that reference from uh, Loki. Uh, my family, we watch all the Marvel stuff. Did catch Black Adam on New Year's Eve. I actually watched that way into the early album. I'm not a big fan of that movie, but uh, <laughs> that movie really, was, I have, we it, haven't seen wasn't that so one yet. great. But uh, we still watch them all. all right, we watch the well. That's DC, I know, but we still watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all that, all that stuff. Anyway, um, all right, yeah. So that that's, concludes the. Uh, that's interesting. The movie portion of our podcast doesn't. I was. <laughs> That was actually not because you made me think of something else. I was oh, going to okay. say, I just read that James Gunn, who, you know, did Guardians of the Galaxy, is taking yep. over the, the oh, DC yeah. universe. I something. heard that too. So maybe maybe they'll get their stuff together. That'd be cool. Because those are good movies. So. Yeah, so those are done well. And my favorite ride at Disneyland, by the way, Guardians of the Galaxy. I even like it better than when it was Tower of Terror. Maybe we've talked about that before. But yeah, we have. I don't know if I can agree with that one. <laughs> Maybe if I get back to Disney World and try the Tower of Terror again, I can. That's true. Real. Hey, hey, got a chance, right? March, yeah. March yeah. coming around. We're going to be out there in our company, right? We're going to be out there for uh, for uh, kickoff. For, uh, for kickoff. So yeah, speaking speaking to that as we, uh, I think we've kind of mentioned it on the show, but we, I think when we started this, we worked at a different company, same one, funny enough, and now we work at Pure, um, in whole new, brand new roles. Yeah, that's right. They don't seem brand new, right? We've been here, what, almost two years. But, <laughs> yeah, I had to but, pause for a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, think about it. No, that's why you got all the cool pure bezels showing up behind. That's you true. That's true. If it isn't obvious, yeah. All that stuff, right? So, um, <laughs> somebody called me out for this once. Uh, some of we both know that we were good. She said, "Are those pure rays behind you?" I said, "Well, they're bezels." She's like, "You're a nerd." I'm like, "Well, yeah, yeah, I, I work. Yes, we're a tech company, of course. <laughs> yes, that's why I you like us." how i got this role absolutely um yeah unfortunately i haven't talked him into giving me a full array yet just get the plastic front piece yeah uh, (laughs) my home um so yeah before we before we get into you know deep into our roles there um even though that was a good segue was is there any um you know anything else we did uh over the break i mean one thing kind of 
bring up that I, that I wanted to share was, um, you know, we got to do some fun things over Christmas break. We haven't in a while. Like, uh, we went to like the Christmas show. My son got, you know, pictures with Santa. We actually got to go to, you know, the, what do they call that? Oh yeah. Christmas festival. Yeah. Right. We went to our botanical gardens and went and saw the, they call it, uh, the light Christmas lights aglow. Um, the botanical gardens uh and it's it was it's beautiful it's like our botanical gardens up in the foothills and all the flowers and the gardens and they're all lit up um so it was cool to finally take that the reason i the reason i thought about this the one that i thought about is my son we went to his uh christmas program at school his first program ever in school oh as a second grader right because awesome uh, and we we thought about this we went he was so excited that mom and dad were there and then you know, aunts and uncles came and grandma and grandpa because they do multiple shows. So um, we started thinking about it, like, man, this is the first one he's ever got to do because, uh, you know, we had this little yeah, pandemic thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, that I think most of us have forgotten about already now. Wasn't but, putting uh, them on at home like you wouldn't do little no, shows for you at no. home. <laughs> uh, you know, kids like to do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, luckily, his daycare before he ever started school, his daycare, I guess he'd probably be about preschool age. They did one. So he actually got to play Santa back when he was four years old. Oh, or something, that's fun. <laughs> you know, uh, in daycare. But at, at a, as a school program, like where you, you know, we all went to school and we did practice the programs and we sing in choir and stuff and our parents come. He'd never, he's never done that until wow. now, just yeah. now in second grade. So that, that's a cool thing. I was saying, that's I, like the age group, right? You don't necessarily get those after fourth, fifth grade. So. Yeah, yeah it's after now, elementary, it third, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kindergarten, first grade, and so it was cool. I just, I, I like to bring that up because we got to, you know, do some That's, family yeah. stuff for the holidays, and it makes me yeah. think about the years going forward. And just, I think you and I have talked about this too. I have two older kids that are out of the house, um, and the last thing I want is my my younger son to uh, disappear as fast as they did. Yeah. So being able to take those times and really, uh, you know. Oh yeah. Like that was something that kind of hit us like, man, we haven't, he hasn't got to do any of this and he loved it. So I'm excited for the new year, not only what we're going to do for work, but just going out, maybe taking my kids out theme park, you know, even, even theme parks we were at and they're like, yeah, can't get signatures at Disneyland anymore. You so can't say it hug. might be a little you bit know? back to more normal. I mean, it's a new normal, but less. Yeah. 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 So right before the end of the year, we went, I think to Legoland. That was the first time my son had ever seen a character like, Give him a high five, you know? So anyway, we did lots of cool things back to normalcy this year for us. Maybe I'm a little behind the times for everyone else, but uh, actually seeing some programs and some light shows, uh, it was really exciting. And and, and like I said, as I think about it, it was probably really the first experience for my son. So that was cool. Oh, that's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I am my... Yeah, my son doesn't have those anymore in high school, but my daughter, she yeah. sings in choir, so we have those. But you're right, you know, that the, the program oh, thing is a, is a past. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, she did one, unfortunately. I went to Europe before them. They showed up a week later. I missed their last one, but she just got uh, accepted to the eighth grade, like special, where you go perform at the high school. Nice. So I'll, yeah. I'll get to catch that. Pretty excited. She, she loves singing. That's um, cool. So that's her, it's her thing. It's one of her things, but so, no, so, you're right. uh, all that stuff's very important. And it's kind of cool to do that when you're able to do that around the holidays, kind of bring you back to center, uh, with why we do all these other things. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, uh, you just 
made me think somehow, you know, bringing it back to center, it's really kind of invigorated me. And just the last couple of days, I think I got sick twice over the break, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got sick traveling once right before the break. And then I just got really sick this last week. And honestly, I don't know that I was sick as much as I, I lost my voice and my body was sore. I think I told my family, I'm like, it's just because you guys run me ragged <laughs> all through the holidays. So I, I honestly think I lost my voice and stuff just from running wild yeah. and doing Christmas and, and all the events, you know, that we Body's do. It was just shutting down. It was just shutting down. It's time um, to rest, Chris. So we're just going to yeah, shut you down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, rest yeah. and you get reinvigorated for the, for the new year. Yep. You know, exciting stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, before last kind of last thought I had before we move on, I'm, I'm kind of curious about, um, uh, about your trip, not only oh, you yeah. know, how, how it was with the kids and the family, if you want to give us a little detail, you don't have to go into a lot, but, uh, and then also, uh, did you run into any travel issues? There's been so many travel issues this year, which no, I kind I, of, ex- it made me happy that I decided like, I, yeah, I don't I, think Christmas is the holiday to travel. No, no, no I, 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 and that's funny you say that. Cause I, I went to Europe. I, I've never been actually. You know, well into my 40s, mm. and I'd never been to Europe. Mostly nice. North America for me. Uh, you know, all all the all all three countries, North America. <laughs> Farthest I've been is probably Hawaii, I guess, but that's still America. That's still the U.S., right? It's just way out in the middle of the ocean. Um, but you know, down as far as Mexico and up into Canada. Uh, so first Europe trip for me. Um, it's very very exciting to see. I think I missed all that travel stuff, but you know, now that we're we're going to Europe, I'm like, hey, this is, should be our thing. Um, December, every December, we're going to Europe. We'll pick another country. Maybe we'll do several, you know, because you can get around really easy where you're there. Uh, flights are like $70 once you're in Europe to get from country <laughs> yeah, to country. Yeah. It's so great. Um, so, but then I, yeah, you're right. Then I saw the travel restriction hitting Christmas. And I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe you either got to travel right before and be there and not try to travel around it or do it weeks before like we did or maybe do it afterwards, right? I think traveling on those days is probably a bad idea. So definitely avoid that. Um, I, I don't live around really kind of immediate family. We're kind of scattered, scattered across the, uh, the country. In fact, my, my mother-in-law, she's actually part, uh, time in Mexico and the States. And so, you know, I'm like, Hey, we could just go somewhere, right? People can show up and meet us there, right? Destinations. Let's go do it. You know, we, we got the time, uh, but no, no travel, travel was great. It's a long flight, but for the most part, easy, uh, going through Heathrow airport is the worst. They do the most scrutiny, <laughs> yeah. but I only had to do that on the way back. My family had to do it both ways. I went through Madrid on the way in. You hit your passport in Madrid. Now you're in the EU, and I, I went to Portugal. So uh, easy easy to get around. Oh, nice. Um, the city was great. Metro, trains, I couldn't speak enough about it. It's, it's a very safe city. Like, you, you could take train everywhere. never felt uh, danger. Um, people, for the most part, could speak enough English to communicate with you. Definitely spoke a lot better English than I spoke Portuguese. I think I got down. All right. Yeah. Thank you. By the time I left, um, my, my wife speaks Spanish, so she could kind of like muddle yeah. through it. And then we use yeah. Google translate and you got, you got stuff done. Right. So it, it was pretty, it was pretty easy, but, uh, saw a lot of history castles hiked up and down there things from the eighth century, ninth century. I mean, it was like, Oh, being an American. Oh, history does go back more than 200 years. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. this is what an old building looks like. Not, yeah. Not the house I live in. Right. Um, so yeah, I know it was, it was it was it was a great time. Pretty 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 reasonably priced vacation. I had a great time. We we don't nice yeah. 
I think the most I did is I got on the train and went out to other cities to see these like castles and older, older history stuff. Uh, that was the most I pushed my family. Uh, I, I couldn't convince them to like hop over to Amsterdam last minute or anything. Uh, that's just kind of no. how our speed, yeah. you don't go a hundred miles an hour. Uh, my wife and I got to walk around the city. We, like I was there so long. I did laundry at a laundromat. We went shopping in a shop. We did some domestic stuff like, Oh, what would it be like to live here? <laughs> no, uh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So it's fun. It's good. It's good. Good amount of time. No, that that's, that's good. I actually, yeah. um, and good. You, I assume you didn't fly Southwest. And, and yes. That's, you that's did. probably the other one. <laughs> didn't run into uh, travel. Research. Not, not to uh, give my what? secret away to our two listeners or whatever is out there, but, um, <laughs> but that's why I, you know, I, I think Thanksgiving, we've really been working on Thanksgiving. That's right. We've talked the, about that. Yeah. The, the travel holiday. I didn't make it out this year. Oh, that was another thing. My, um, my oldest child, my daughter, who's, engaged and has a house with their fiance they hosted thanksgiving this year um, oh nice so that was that was nice so to the make sure off. we sh- yeah so to make sure we showed up and, and went there i didn't travel this year so we could support the daughter which which was fantastic and it was nice that they did it, it really funny because thanksgiving day my future son-in-law was like yeah this is awesome a lot more work than i expected so this <laughs> might be a one and done thing and i said no 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 no, no. it's yours now buddy <laughs> it's yours now yeah exactly so um <laughs> My yeah, mother-in-law did that the first year we hosted it, and I and I figured out, you know, brining a turkey is the secret, but I cooked it before I smoked them. And she said, this is really good, and Thanksgiving is yours now. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I ended up moving away, so they had to figure it out. But, yeah, that's exactly I got it. Nope, you'll do it now from now on. And so it was a – that's a uh, – that's a uh, – I'm trying to say a uh, – uh, you know, you're giving them props, I guess what I'm trying to say. But you're also giving them a – Hey, you get the burden, and uh, it's because we uh, we liked what we ate here. <laughs> Giving them uh, kudos, I guess. What I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. That's you yeah. can't you can't set the bar too high on anything you do because then it's because <laughs> now it's, the, it's just given to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, yeah. No, that that that's that's great. Um, good stuff. I'm glad you guys got over there and uh, had fun. I'd like to. I've only been to Europe that one time for you know work. Work right. event Sardinia, and, right? Yeah, yep. and uh, I mean, amazing, but uh, it was it was for work, so I'd love to get the get the family back over there. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. We actually just started the process to get um, get Lucas, you know, the seven year old, a uh, passport. Yep. So that's just just so we have it. Uh, spring break's coming up. I don't know if I'm gonna I'm gonna go do something. I don't know where it'll take us. So. Um, just, we just want to have the passport just in case. Yep. Nope. That's what my wife had taken care of last year. My son had one when he was a baby. We went to Mexico with him and, uh, that's cool. And we had the passport, but it had expired. So she, we had thought about going to Mexico with our, my in-laws and then we're like, well, we don't have a passport. So she just did it this year. So when this came up, it was perfect. Like, Oh, well, got no reason not to go. Let's go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little more difficult with children right they only last five years and you got both gotta go so yep just trying to get that scheduled sweet um yeah so with that uh i mean unless you have some other thoughts and you know uh or holiday thoughts um you know we could kind of shift over now you mentioned we've got uh our our kickoff coming up in march all the way over in uh yeah in disney world for our company it'll be Um, the so first in person I guess I've been through, I've only been through one of them, I guess. But yeah, so 
first in person. Somebody else we work with, my boss now, he's he's been here almost three this years. It's going to be, gonna be our, his first in person, so it's it's great to be back at it. Yeah, this will be our first in person large event, right? Company wide event, um, yep. which should be amazing. Like I said, to that point about hey, it's enormously what's coming back this, this, these holidays, and we're getting out there. We actually get to go back to a kickoff, so yeah, um, be fabulous. I, I, I actually. I know a lot of people don't like the Disney World area. I like that. Um, I like that area. It's a long flight for us, unfortunately. I'd rather it be closer, but otherwise, it I is. think it'll be great. It'll be so fun to just see everyone. And so, you know, with that, I mean, we could talk about that. Uh, what we're excited about for the year here, Zane, or um, you know, I know when we started this, we had different roles. We've kind of mentioned, you know, our titles and what our roles are. But now, a good year, year and a half into these. Yeah. Roles, I think we could share a little bit about our journeys and, you know, how our SE journey has led us to this um, and, and what yeah, we're doing these days. So. Since, since we started a podcast, yeah, we've, we've gone from theme. You got to Pure First. I think I came, what, a month or so later. Um, it's just how the hiring process worked for these two roles. Funny is we also weren't on the same team, but now we are since the podcast came out, right? Like when we first came Correct. on, yep. we were, I was what they called a principal technology strategist, I think. So, yeah, my first job title, the org changed a little bit, kind of combined, right? And I know you'll go into your role, but your your arm of it, the modern data protection, I guess, at this point, um, is an extension of the team I'm on, which is the principal technologist. And then we have the the, 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 the field solution architects, the real specialists in those other areas. So um, PT, my role being more the generalist in the middle, kind of, What's the strategy? How should we be looking at the whole portfolio? Um, interfacing with product management and seeing what they've got coming down the pike and they're working on. Give them input from the field that we that we're kind of responsible for. Or cover the field I'm part of the the Greater West, uh, bringing that feedback through. So you know they're they're thinking and working and and spending the 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 resources on the right the right things that are that are important for our customers. Um, and kind of doing that, you know, offering roadmap, things like that. It's kind of the role I have. A lot of times also, hey, do you know a specialist in this thing so we can talk to this customer about this stuff? Or can you help me yeah. with this problem? You know, a little, little of that in my role. Uh, but that, as a principal technologist. But yeah, it's, the, the org is itself changed, right, as we've been here. It's kind of just kind of grown and people have moved up the ladder. So it's there's been a lot of movement. It's funny, I, I, I joked uh uh, my boss, who's now my boss's boss, I guess, he got a promotion and the whole org went with him. <laughs> so first yeah. time it's ever happened yeah. to me. It's all kind of, I guess, in true pure fashion, right? Non-disruptive, uh, kind of upgraded around me as I, <laughs> yeah. as I kind of moved with it yeah. and, and, and got ever modern. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with our, but, um, but yeah, that's kind of where we're at. And yeah, and I, I'll let you kind of explain more of your role, but you know, you're the extension on that modern data protection side. Yeah, it's interesting. You You got me thinking, you know, because I was going to start with, we've been here about a year and a half, uh, but our roles haven't changed. We just haven't done a full SE journey update, right? right. Uh, right. But our titles have changed. Yeah. <laughs> so That's what to I mean, your the point, I kind of, I completely. Who are, who are managers? Yeah, everything. Yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot. You're right. So we we got hired on, what were you, a principal technology strategist. I yep. was a field solution architect for data protection. Like I said, our titles have changed to, you know, Zane's a principal technologist. I'm modern data protection specialist. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, we're going into a new year, so our titles may change again. So it'll be interesting to see. I know they're they're looking at like my role, especially modern data protection, and just what should the the term be. 
Um, yeah. You know, what, so it, it's interesting because what you do the best, right? Yeah. Really yeah. And that's all to, we're yeah. trying to do is convey what we do the best. Cause people get so stuck up on titles or wrapped around like, Hey, my titles, this, you know, we're at this point now where we're global strategy. It's not really the, the title is not as important as much as what it conveys. So people kind of know what I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And so, so that you, so you know that, um, but, but yeah, as far as my role, like to Zane's point, um, we're global strategy. We're very similar. Uh, I just focus on the data protection portion of that, right? So talking to product management and strategizing, I evangelize, you know, our products to the customer. I evangelize the customer back to product management, but all focused around data protection, right? So what do we do and natively? Data protection. It's still kind of, well, I was going to say, it's still kind of portfolio, right? We were talking about that. Like, right. I know your PTs are kind of portfolio, but you know, so is modern data protection just with that skew on it, right? So it's very, it is... Yeah, we were just talking about that because it's it's not that I focus on just one of pure products. I focus on all pure products, but from a data protection perspective, yeah, uh, where where Zane's going to be more broad against that across the portfolio. So and and then you know a lot of people still talk about data protection, but but uh, you're right. But but branch out of that, yeah, 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 yeah. And a lot of people look at data protection. It depends on you know if we ask ten different people what data protection is, we probably get. 10 different answers. Um, you get a lot of people that think of it though as backup, right? Yep. Um, yep. And you hear data protection, they say, oh, we're the backup guys. Well, that's not really what we do. Now, I for data protection, I do work with all the backup vendors that we integrate with. That is part of our job, but it's also, how does that integrate with our native solutions and you know our, our native storage solutions? And, yeah. and you know, uh, and, and Repli- thinking replication about resiliency, and right? Like and that. best practice exactly. and what the customer That was the word I was looking yeah. for. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, HA no, and failover absolutely. and DR, yeah. all those things are a piece of the the, the solution puzzle, right? Yep. So, and um, I but, would say, and I know you don't necessarily focus on a big way, but, you know, security can take a play into that, right? Like, how am I? And I, I know we have other people that kind of take that role because they've had that mm-hmm. background, but, but, but that's part of it, right? A data. Um, well, I used to, when I was an adjunct professor back in the day, I used to teach in the in information assurance uh, program that was in the decision science department. And uh, so it's also where I got my, my degree, my, my undergrad degree. And I used to tell them that, right? Like, hey, you're talking about security, right? We're talking about we've got pen testing classes and we're doing network and best practice and hardening. Um, but what about restore, right? What about HA? What about, what about that? And I think that's, you know, it's a major part of, in my, in my opinion, what, what, what um, data assurance, if you want, or information assurance or data assurance or data resiliency, uh, it's a big part of it, right? It's a, it's a whole yes. solution, a big part. It's the NIST model if you go look at that, right? Because um, at the end of the day, when it doesn't work or they do get through or you need to, you're going to have to recover and you're going to have to have a solid plan, right? So it's all it's all part of it. Um, you'd hope to not, you know, it's it's not the always the go-to, <laughs> but yeah. you, you need it there, right? You need, to, you need to show that you have it and test it and, that's well yeah your team I, comes in yeah and I, I think well we talked about this a lot i mean once you start yeah. talking data protection and, and backup a lot of things come into the into yep. play right you need to know a lot of stuff that's why it's hard to just be a, a subject matter expert on just one thing because there's so many things touching it yeah right and so you start to you, you get to be generalist about everything else but i like your points look security versus privacy versus uh, availability versus resiliency versus those are all different things. Right. And we could get into really deep conversations about, about all that, but absolutely. I, I do think, uh, governance and security falls into yep. 
at least a piece of the closet. Kind of intertwines, right? Yep. And then it all relates up to what you're doing in production, right? How you're, how you, you know, and that's where the the top end comes, right? Those applications that you're using, and you know, the best course of action for them, and yeah, 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 all one big piece. Yeah. So. Yeah, we get a little sidetracked there. Do we want to maybe, um, you know, being this is the SE journey and, and really I usually think that uh, I think about our audience as someone that is probably not in the SE field yet, yeah, right? They're like IT that, admin yeah. looking at coming to SE or maybe how to grow their their role in their journey. Do we want to discuss a little bit how our new roles are different from yeah. just a standard SE role? I mean, we're still in the sales engineer org. Um, and we call yeah. we consider all of this sales engineering. Um, but I definitely think there are, and I'm thinking of, you know, those that want to step out and like to talk to people and get out in front of the customers, how our roles are a little different, how maybe it got yeah. us more into that or took us from that, those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. And then it kind of relates, right? I mean, um, I, at first, something yeah. to hone on what you just said last from an Etsy perspective, you're saying having to know kind of all, all the stuff around it, that, that actually played a big role in being an Etsy. In my opinion, because yes. we sold a technology, right? We were at Beam Software, and that touched a lot of things, so I kind of had to understand what that meant. If it touches yep. VMware, what do you got to do over there to make it work and things like that? And I think that gets even more expanded in what we're talking about uh, on a day-to-day -day basis here. But, yeah, if we just take from SE to this, we essentially, we probably would say more of the sales staff, but we support the SE and the things they're trying to get done. But the big difference now is, yeah, if you – if we said I was an IT admin and I want to go to an SE, what's the difference? Well, you're talking about technology and solutions, kind of maybe maybe in a you know more focused sense. You know, if you work for a manufacturer, or maybe in a broad sense, if you work for a VAR, uh, but you're no longer managing the data or the network, right? You're not managing that anymore. You're helping people who manage. You're taking yourself out of that, and 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 now, I would think if you know going into our roles as an SE, now we don't really manage the customer relationship that much, right? We are a, an as a, a benefit or asset, right? On top of that, or a, a resource, right. that'd be a better word, a resource that the people that manage. So, so kind of as you, the way I'm seeing it as an SE kind of removes from being the IT admin, but still kind of works with the IT admin. Now we're removing ourselves from the SE org and taking those lessons. And uh, as when I was an SE, what did I need? As I was an SE, what would be helpful? How do right. I get involved, but not get in the way, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but so it is a different challenge because now you're saying, hey, I guess it's it's a all influence, no authority, right? You're like, hey, I'm kind of hopefully helping shape these opportunities or maybe the the strategy for, you know, how, you know, I'm the commercial uh, commercial PT, how commercial should talk and interact with their customers and what their needs are. Uh, but I, you know, I don't have direct uh, management of that customer relationship or right. those teams, right? I'm working... They they have their own manager. They have their own directors. So, so that's kind of the, the biggest change. Um, but where they where they relate, you know, as, as somebody takes that career trajectory, um, and building on what came before. That's that's kind of I guess my thoughts on how I see it, and still learning, right? I mean, year and a half in. Oh yeah, always learning. Yeah yeah. <laughs> I think that's, uh, that's probably key learning. in all the roles. You're always going to be learning, right? It just might be a different skill, uh, or a different focus on that skill. I'll say that you know that. That's a great point. Actually, you just brought up. It's something that's exciting about our roles is we get a lot of chances to learn some advanced stuff. Yeah. And we do get some advanced classes. 
there's pluses and minuses, right? It's great to learn more, but now I have a more demanding role where I also need to learn more. <laughs> yeah. I get, get yeah. more classes to take. So it's just more work all around. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully I, I think you still love it. You know, it's, it's, it's something as somebody thinks about this career, it's, it's, it's hard work and, but hopefully it's in a subject you like, so you don't mind doing the work on it. You don't mind learning it. Um, I was, I was just talking to, speaking of teaching, man, I thought this is very apropos actually. Now I think about it, uh, my old professor I worked with and he was talking about PhD. He goes, yeah. So the, the secret I tell people when they want to get a PhD is it's, it's a lot of work. So pick a degree, definitely get it. Like some people just want the PhD. So they go and they take something they don't really have a lot of interest in, right. Whatever, just to get the, maybe it's, maybe it's an ED or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, but my, my, my advice is do something you love so that way at least the subject matter that you're spending most of your time on is something you really wanted to learn or, or go research and things like that. I, I think it's the same here. Um, yeah, like you said, you're going to learn a lot more, but it's in an area that I, I believe you still are very yeah. generally interested in and get excited when you learn something new or put something together like, oh, wow, this could work that way. This, man, I wish I knew this a year ago because I would have told everybody <laughs> yeah. to do this. And so yeah, yeah. as long as you're still excited about it, it ain't that hard. Uh, it ain't, it ain't work if you love it. Right. Exactly. But, but, but it does take a lot of effort. Yeah. Is it worth the squeeze? I guess is what we're asking. It's one of those things. I used to hear that when I was a kid growing up and then going, yeah, but what I love doesn't make money. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you come back around and you're like, you know what, but it's important to do what, what you love. Cause it doesn't feel like, feel like work. So at, there's a, know, so. Jim Collins. Good to great. I know I, I quote the guy too much. Uh, yeah. But I, he put in there, and I know it's probably just an idea he had. It's not his only idea, but he called it the, uh, it's like, I think it was the hedgehog concept. Anyway, there's the Venn diagram. There's what you uh, are good at. There's what you were born to do or, you know, what you're oh, yeah. passionate about, you know, so what you're good at, kind of born to do, what you're passionate about, and then what will people pay you for, right? And it's that intersection, that Venn diagram intersection that you should be kind of looking at. If you can find something that kind of touches all those aspects, you'll be a happy person, right? Um, you can't just do a thousand percent what you love to do or what you're passionate about. Cause you know, that's you, yeah. but you can bleed that into, uh, and over my career, I mean, I started in graphics, built ads for newspapers, right? I did printing in high school. I thought I loved it. I wanted to go to get a graphics degree. So I took so long in college. I started doing that, took a four hour drawing class. And I said, I can't do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. This is not yeah. my thing, right? My daughter, she spends a ton of her time drawing and painting. She loves it, right? You can really tell. Um, but as I went through that transition, and I'm really going back here, I found that engineering and building like workflows, and even when I built ads, I built them in, in, in a newspaper field. It's kind of like turn and burn every week. You're kind of changing things. I built them in such a way that they were easy to edit or easy to take apart, or they were right. kind of consistent in a format. And I just realized that, that's where the mind is. But I saw like, Hey, the creativity I want can bleed into engineering and tech, right? You have to be creative in how you put things together. You have to be creative outside of the box thinking, right? It's, it's similar, yeah. but it's not creative in a pure creativity. I'm drawing and painting and making art. Um, you know, you're, you're being able to be passionate and creative about you know, this engineering or, or, you know, building things uh, to that degree. And I don't know if that kind of makes sense, but uh, I'm, that's, I'm, that's how I, when I realized that it, it made it a lot easier. I'm for really me to excited out to, what to, do. to see my son as he, he grows up because he, he's already doing like, you know, he's already doing programming on his switch and building games and 
Yeah. I, I'm getting him into um, Code Ninjas. And so he's got very much of the, the nerdy programming gaming you know, side like I do, where you got to you know try to get him out of the house sometimes. But then he, he has the, um, the artistic side that I don't have. Yeah. The artistic, he draws, like, you know, he, not anymore, but when he was a little younger, he used to be like, hey, daddy, can you help me draw this? I'm like, buddy, you're already, you've already passed me. I can't. He's like, no, you can do it. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I don't want to discourage you (laughs) and think you can't, but I know I can't do it. (laughs) I know I can't. Uh, I got, I got 40 years of trying. So, um, uh, so it's not going to happen for me. So he might really blend that whole, like if, if he really goes, who knows, you know, seven, nobody will do, but blend that whole like graphics piece with gaming and be like part yeah, of he's, the graphics. He's coding piece. and engineering for the purpose of the art or whatever, for right. the creative part. But and it's, to, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. It's a blend, right? It's yeah. you're not a hundred percent. Where mine was always, mine was always the very logical side of the outcome because I don't have the artistic ability. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah. God, I'm working away at this program just to, you know, make the click work. And then you're like, yeah, it works. Yeah. All right. So, um, make it the thing work functionally. Someone else can make it pretty. And that's why they, yeah. why everybody has a job, right? Not everybody does the same thing. So I um, want to go back to, um, PhD comment you made and, and, and our roles. <laughs> we sidetracked a little bit. Um, I had a, a professor at, at San Diego state. He was a PhD. I believe it was my music professor. Actually, <laughs> he's a music professor. He's a PhD. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, he says, so he started telling us about degrees. I, I know this is, you brought this up a while ago, but he starts telling us about a degree and he goes, this is how the degrees go. So your BS, you know, your bachelor of science, your BS is just that it's BS. <laughs> yeah, and then he's, he goes, you'll go get an MS and that stands for more of the same. <laughs> and then a PhD, which just means piled higher and deeper. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is how he told us those went. I always, that always stood with me. I thought yeah. it was funny. Um, so but I'll, I'll, yeah, and I know, I know we've the, talked about that. We some all people want to skip do. the more of the same, right? Yeah. The way I was always playing yeah. bachelors is, well, it really shows that you can stick with the program and you, and you learn something. Yeah. Masters, you master it. You really dive deeper into that subject. Uh, and PhD is where you actually bring something back to the field, right? You actually have to contribute and that's kind of what that means. But yeah, I mean, I mean, they all ask for bachelors. We're not saying don't go to college. You could probably learn a lot on the internet nowadays, though. Depends on what you're going to college for. Don't go to college for something that makes no sense. Uh, you but, know, that's a that's a good point. I was just reading because I think the discipline of it might be good, right? Absolutely. But, yeah, well, yeah. To your point, when people went to college, it was more about like, hey, because that's what people whine about. I don't want all these other classes. Yeah. But that's that's what it used to be. Leadership would look at your degree and go, "Look, you stuck through all this stuff." Yep. You can actually do it and figure it out. That was a big point. Now you get more vocational stuff. I So what I was going to say is I was reading some art, uh, articles about big tech companies taking away the need for uh, degrees, right? Because they needed to hire people. Now, I'm curious if this is going to switch back around with all the tech companies laying people off now, yeah. right? Yeah. Laying more people off and then they're going to be more, um, more picky about who they take in the future. So I... I I'd be cautious about not wanting to go get a degree because that probably will flip back around. You know, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. Well, it, but. it may, if we're talking about, you know, kind of blending like career advice here, I guess, or whatever reflection, we should say, I don't know if we're qualified for advice, but um, <laughs> it may hit you in a roadblock somewhere in your future. Right? Yeah. I learned how to code. I can probably, I can, you know, you, you could learn math with a few books 
and coding with a few books in the internet, right? I mean, yeah. you could, let's just argue that you could be a, a probably one of the most best coders in the world if you just, with just time and practice. Uh, but you might want to move into, you know, we're talking about our roles. You might want to move into a leadership role of that. You might want to, I don't know, yeah, go on the, the board, not the board, but like the kind of found a company, right? And you might have to understand other aspects that it may put a roadblock in future aspirations, but yeah, you don't, there's a lot of skill. I guess there's skills and then there's experience and then there's, you know, then there's kind of other, other things that, that, that maybe college can give you. So yeah. When, when thinking about it, but no, no, don't just knowledge. get one to get one and jump in. I, I actually, I'm, I'm sorry, KF, but no, that's uh, worked in the journalism field, right? That's where I started in IT. That's where I started graphics and then IT. There were plenty of journalists that said, I don't know why I got this degree. This is not what I thought it would be, and I don't want to <laughs> yeah, do this for a living. And they they, they changed, right? Someone like, I just want to write a book. I see a lot of them. I, I, I follow them on LinkedIn. They're all marketing directors or communications, so I guess that kind of fits. But they went into a whole other fields because they're like, I, I want to make a living. I don't want to just you know chase the beat. And then some of them stayed, right? But they jumped into college, took journalism, were very idealistic. They were young. Um, so... You know, it's a little bit of both, right? Maybe learn a skill, get some experience, find out what yeah. you like, and then study it. That's why I, I should probably argue I was in college long enough to have a PhD already, but I only have a master's. <laughs> but <laughs> that's because I bounced around a little, right? Yeah, yeah. Graphics yep, to, graphics to physics to IT. So <laughs> anyway, anyway, sorry. I don't know what that who that's for, but uh, no, that's, that's, that's a reflection on my life. Yeah, well, but good. I guess we're trying to say, we're not saying don't go to college. We're just saying there's a lot of things you can learn without college. Make sure you're going to college for the right reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's, I think a lot of people, just to finish that thought, don't, again, that degree is to show that, you, you know, you can learn stuff and stick it through. A lot of people yeah. don't actually do what their degree is in, right? Yeah. Like to your point. Which is fine, too. I think that's uh, and what then, we and then you start, on the show, right? Uh, Brian Sullins, that guy was a literature major. Yeah. That guy's now a VMware SE. So it's like, <laughs> it's crazy, yeah, where it could take you. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's great. Um, going back just to um, to our roles real quick that uh, you mentioned. I know we're kind of jumping around, but you, you you mentioned you know we were talking about the differences in our role. You mentioned coming from IT to SE and then to our role. I want to go back to that thought because we've talked a lot about you know with our guests coming from IT. If you're in IT doing admin stuff and you want to become an SE, you kind of have to break out of your shell a little bit. Yep. be happy to talk to customers, right? You're really going to get out there, really be like a trusted advisor and go talk to people, right? You move into something. And the reason I bring that up is because if you, you know, have ambitions to move into like a role more like, like ours that we're into now, a little bit of that's going to go away, right? Like, mm -hmm. so when you're yeah. in IT, you, are, you don't talk to customers a lot. SE, if you really want to break out and talk to customers, SE is a great role. We've talked yep. about it on this show a lot. From the customers, the partners, the get to talk tech. Yeah, get to talk to everyone, but you get to talk about tech, but you get to talk. If you don't yep. want to talk, yeah, it's probably going to be more. Difficult. In fact, that's going to be a majority of your job as an SE, right? You're going to be the talker. You're yep. going to be the presenter, and yep. you're learning kind of on the side to support that. But yeah, that's so. And if if you love that, then you're probably going to want to stick with those kind of roles. Um, you know, if, if, if you want to get in the middle, go moving on to a role like Zane or I have now, we still, like, I still get called in for important calls. If, if the field, you know, our teams need us, uh, to talk to a customer. So we still get some of that, but like Zane said, this is what made me think about it is 
we're not really owning that relationship, right? No. As an SE, you own that relationship. That's when we were and, the trust advisor. I knew my customers really well. And that's our focus, yeah. right? They own the technical relationship and I'm very, very adamant. Like I want yep. that, right? We're not trying to take this over. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'll still build a relationship with the customer, sure. right? And understand what they want and help them and come in. But I come in as needed. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not that relationship owner. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to, point that out because there are roles on this side too, where if you want more customer engagement, you could have it. If you want less customer engagement, you can have it. Um, so I think that's a big one for us is less customer engagement, um, but still helping the field. The other part that I like here that I think is, you know, is different from where I was as an SE as we've mentioned it, but we get to talk to product management a lot and evangelize yeah. both ways to the field and back to, to peer. So we, we probably bring more stuff back to peer and product yeah. management about, hey, this is what our field's seeing and this is what they would like. And these are the solutions we need more than we ever push stuff from, hey, we created this customer, go use it, right? I yeah. think we give more stuff yeah. back to PM if, and Pure. And those discussions the, are awesome. If it is awesome. the latter, it's more, hey, why aren't you using this feature? Oh, oh, it's missing these things? Hey, PM. <laughs> and it's exactly. right back to like feedback. Yeah, so you're, you're right, yeah. even, even when it's that. It's all, it's, yeah. uh, it's just more of that discovery, right? But now we get to discover on, not exactly. Not only what the customer is trying to trying to do, but what they may want to do, and what they what kind of solutions they need. And so, that part of it, uh, being able to interact and and really, um, I, I feel like we we drive where the product goes because of that is really exciting to me. Right. So I, I lost some of the go talk to my customers every day. I I do miss that, but I gained some of this other stuff that's exciting yeah. as well. So yeah. And then, you know, when we are interacting with the customer, I think I, I already said this, is try to try to remember when I was an SE what, what I might have wanted or what would help me, right? And not, Correct. Yes. Uh, not, I totally missed that. I'm not taking it over yet. No, I mean, I'm just, no, just that's... adding right back to what you're saying. And then, yep. you know, we're, so as we, as we go through and you're building on your career, everything kind of builds on the rest. But yeah, our focus isn't that anymore. We don't do that. So these, these roles exist. And then even, this isn't my, you're in my role, um, but just kind of made me think of it. Uh I believe we have interviewed or we, we, we've mentioned in the field, there are SEs and then some people call them SAs, but SAs. So we have field, field, field solution architects, which you said you kind of were, and we have other ones, or that was your title. Um, other ones that focus like you in different products, but you have solution architects who are kind of behind the scenes, right? And they're the ones um, that we interface with. You probably more so that test the solutions and really kind of rigorously go through the tech and, maybe very rarely talk to a customer, right? But they interact internally on the team, right? They're part of that that team. So when you go to talk to a customer, you're like, yeah. yeah, we find these types of restores. We find this type of performance because that team exists. So really digging deep into the tech, not owning a, a network, not owning a customer relationship, but helping with shaping how how we communicate and, and, and what we can say does and doesn't work for best practices for the field, right? So even, even that exists. Um, yeah, the, um, and they have some varying backgrounds, right? I think maybe maybe some more SEs. They definitely work for other other tech companies, yeah, uh, in similar fashions. But so you know, there's that trajectory too, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of them were engineers or PM or deep technical, yeah. and those other companies. That's a great point. Um, it's one of the great things on our <clears throat> on our side here at this company. We work so closely together. Yeah, that it, that it's great. Even you and I do. The, it's great because we're that close. The tough part is. We work so closely together, it's hard for others to differentiate what we do sometimes, yeah. right? To your point, I get asked a lot like, hey, about solution testing and things like that because I'm the data protection 
SME yeah. uh, and, and strategist. So it must be, you uh, must be doing all of it, Chris. Right? So yeah. <laughs> so aren't, aren't you writing all the documentation and doing all the deep yeah. testing and doing the lab work? But we don't do all that, right? So to your point, we have solutions team and they they do the deeper testing. And and we kind of just blend from the back end to the field and we yeah. sit in the middle there. And and, and but uh, has that focus, right? Like, like I said, the SE has that customer relationship. You have that, hey, this is how we're talking about data protection and best practice. And then I got a guy that based or a team that validates that for me so we can, yeah. So it's all yeah. one cohesiveness out the door. Yep. Yep. And, and then, it's nice. so I, I have that with our data protection solutions team. Zane and I get that because, you know, we, we're both global strategists, basically. Yep. We're both on global strategy. And while, you know, Zane looks at everything, not just data protection, he can do data protection as well. So, yep. and then. And I'll come to you and ask you questions. And then you're like, exactly. oh, let's go talk to the SAs. Yeah. You know, and then or, you and yeah. I will mess around in the lab, but that's more of a, hey, what's possible? Yep. Okay, great. Now someone go validate this. Or I get pulled into data protection and go, hey, this includes this too, Zane. Let's talk yeah. about it together. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, and then even more so where we're both global global strategy and solutions are, are real, um, we're really focused. We look at it global strategy, but our main focus, I guess, is the West. I don't want to call it the focus, but... That's, so we're really we're responsible for we're the, the teams yeah. that we really yeah. go yeah. with are, are the West. So, so then Zane and I even overlap a little more. Right. So that's yeah. why we, we stay in touch all the time because we're really just trying to enable, we're doing mostly the same things, enabling the field with just a little bit different focus, maybe. So yeah. that, and you know, we've worked together so long that <laughs> yeah. it just kind of, it kind of works out. So uh, yeah. always, we always work like together presenting with you. That's good. Um, ah, yeah. Likewise. Um, but yeah, so uh, but that's, no, that's, that's true. So they, they, I guess we got it a little more than I thought, right? I mean, just from a from yeah. an SE journey perspective, like at this level, there are these, it isn't just SE and you could do that for your whole career and it's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but you can get into these more overlay roles and, you know, we, there's overlay roles that are completely technical. Like I just do the tech for this. I mean, that's really what our FSAs are, right? Uh, VMware, SQL, Oracle, kind of lead like how, how the company's going maybe in that giving feedback, but really just talking about those deeply. Then you have the people behind the scenes. You don't maybe don't want to be in front of the customer as much, but you want to socialize with the team and build, build cool solutions or validate solutions, but you don't, you know, you want to do it for manufacturers. So those, those, those roles exist. Yep. And heck, we should probably have one of them on the show at some point, huh? Maybe we find one that wants to talk about how they got there. That might be a very interesting aspect. Who's that? I'm just, uh, somebody that has that role, like an SA role, solutions. Oh, hey, how'd you get here? Like, you know what I mean? How does that journey look like? Right? It's kind of SE support, so that'd be interesting. Just throwing that out there. Oh, live, yeah, live you're, you're talking. Yeah, no, that's great. You're talking yeah. more about our backend essays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking because it's interesting because we call ours. Essays, but they're really the back end tester. Other yeah, companies call S SA is the field facing one, more like an SA. That's SE. why I brought that up. Yeah. We, yeah. We've mentioned that before. SE and SA could go over interchangeably, but well, then there's this whole other essay. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, I was, and that's why my, my attention went away. I, I just read an article and now I can't find it. I think it was on LinkedIn if you can find it, but it's like uh, 38 titles for SE. I just went through and there's an article. <laughs> that's there's awesome. like, and they listed them all. And I thought it would have been great to bring on this and now I can't find it. But it's basically that, right? There's so many titles go. and companies are trying to figure out what they need. Maybe that's maybe that's the part of the new year, right? As we said on this new podcast, maybe we go through 38 title of SE and maybe try to address <laughs> all of them throughout the year, right? That's all a good, of them. That's a good goal. Figure that out. I like that. It's that interesting for because 2023. That's a good idea because actually you could probably find 38 
different titles with the same job and then 38 people with the different titles with a different job. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how awesome this is. So, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And that's why we're trying to kind of say from a, from a role perspective, you get too hung up on the name. Heck my, my title name changed all the time, but it's like, what does it really do? It kind of was the same, just kind of, they connected us more, right? Like hey, really the kind of the same role. You should be doing the same things. Uh, but we're going to change the title to, like you said earlier, maybe better address what it is so people can understand. Um, and then we'll connect these teams together because you should really be socializing across to, to bring that cohesive message. Cause there's overlap, right? Hey, as I'm hearing things, I, Oh, I know this FSA is working on that. Let me bring them to bear. Or I, I got the brief with them and this is what they're covered. Same on the modern data protection. Oh, I know Chris and team are working on this with this data mm -hmm. protection vendor. Or you're like, hey, I know Zane, you work on a project with the PM of replication. Like, how does that, you know, can you answer this question to how it's going to relate to this data protection? So it's all back and forth. Yeah. Um, again, those those roles exist. And then you got the people behind the scenes, if you will, that work on the teams to help uh, us understand that tech better so we can bring it to bear because we can't do it all. Um, and then we have those SEs. Uh, I, I'll still say the sales engineer, uh, system engineer. That's still pretty much the same role with that title yeah. sometimes it's called essay uh help go manage that customer relationship for us and really do the forward facing they bring yeah. us in for some prezos when they don't want, you know they kind of like hey you can do the bigger ones uh the group ones because i want to again i want to manage the customer relationship i'm not trying to be the public face um anyway so yeah from a role perspective that's what's out there as people are looking to get into this into this field or change around or you know why they might learn or focus, uh, move. Like yeah. I, I, I talked to an old colleague that we, I maybe we don't both know. We might've missed him at Veeam. He's in the uh, Seattle area. He's gone on to technical marketing and he's now a PM, right? But when I met him, he was a, well, we called an essay at Veeam. He was an SE before that. And he was at a VAR before that. So, you know, yeah. that's his trajectory. Now he's, he's on the, he's on the product management side, right? It's directly managing a product for, uh, for VMware. Oh, nice. So, yeah. A lot of, a lot of ways you can go in this business. Um, well, and I was, you said something in there. I was going to say like, and if you're, if you're unsure, you know, right. If you're not 100% like, Oh, I want to be customer facing or maybe I'd like that, but I don't know. Um, that's okay. Right. It's okay to be a little bit uncomfortable, step out of your comfort zone, take a chance if you yeah. want. Um, and I only share that because I, I, don't want to speak out of turn for Zane, but I assume both of us still question what we want to do, right? We love our jobs, but at the same time, there's days where I go, man, I'd love to just sit in the back and never talk to anyone and yeah. just, yeah. just figure out solutions. And there's other days where I'm like, I'm sitting here. This is so boring. I want to get out and go be with customers, yeah. uh, go yeah. help someone solve a problem. Um, and so actually that's why I feel like my role is a great mix because I do yeah, a little bit of both. Some days I really want to do all of one or the other, but for the majority, it's, it's been a great I, mix for me and I'm loving it. I think we're similar. I, I know we're similar in that. Like I, I want a job where it isn't the same thing all the time. Right. Yep. That can be daunting and frustrating, but I, I, I like that because yeah, I, I got time over the holidays when everybody's kind of way to work on some lab stuff, test out some theories. Um, I, updated a blog because of it. Right. So, but then you're right. Like I was just, Oh, I could just spend most of the day just focused on this and building videos. But yeah, at some point 
yesterday I went out and tended some partner stuff. Like, yep, let's go do that part of the job now because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to just do that. I, I like doing it. And I'm glad I got to kind of catch up on it and read some things and kind of do some research. Uh, but if that's all I was doing, I may not be as happy. I mean, I was an inside engineer when I first started in this game and I was just giving demos all day. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. I was like, I'm just giving the same yeah. demo well, and the all day, every day. And I'm learning the product and I'm glad I did it. But it's time to get in front of the customers. I want to be in the field, right? Now, well, I'm like, and, now I want to be across the field, you know? <laughs> exactly. And you said the different personality, like different personalities want different things. Like you and I, you hit it on the nose. I, I like something different all the time. I like change. I move my office and my house around just because I like change, even though we're kind of creatures of habit. Yep. Uh, you know, we've talked to other people that are like, nope, I want to go in. I know that that's my desk. I start at eight o'clock and my, I'm going to have my same routine every day my, and my I want my routine. Maybe my calendar set for me. So I don't even have to go get the meetings. Yeah. That's you know? And, great. and yeah. I like having a routine, but I like my day to change. So all of us like different things. So I'm glad you brought that up too. But, uh, yep. but yeah, there's all those, those, those different things. Maybe we have a spinoff episode and even talk about, uh, you know, SE at a, at a VAR versus SE at a manufacturer. Yeah. I think these like are that because you brought up VARs, you know, so we should get into that this year. We've mentioned them. But we should yeah. we should maybe be a little more focused. I think it was uh, who could I get to agree to come on our little show, <laughs> and show. let's go to my friends and ask everybody. Yeah. To uh, we'll try to branch we can out be a little more. more focused now that we've hopefully gotten a little notoriety out there. So we got some good guests that have helped push the show name, yeah, uh, name out there, um, and even yeah. No, I, I think I think that's a good point. That'd be great. Focus on some VAR SEs. Look at that list, like you said. We'll go find it and try to, to try to do all the. 38 names for an SE. That, that's actually a great idea. Find, I think find we some do people it. that fit, fit at least a, maybe, maybe they fit a couple, right? Maybe yeah. we can cover a couple in one episode. I like it. It's there awesome. you go. We yeah. put it on the podcast. Like we have to do it now, right? So we do the new, the <laughs> new year episode. Well, um, no, I, I love that idea. It, and with that, our, our half hour holiday special has turned into an hour. Yeah. yeah. So any, any, la any other Maybe thoughts editing. before? Maybe we do just, some editing here. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll take out the, oh, great. Zane and Chris are catching up. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, Any, any I, other thoughts before we, yeah, to wrap it up? No, look, looking forward to 2023. And I think some exciting things are going to happen. Um, I've, like I said, we descended over the holiday and I've reflected on some, and, and, I think you're right. We're always like kind of think, what do I want to do next? I'm always kind of aiming for what's next. And by next, I mean five years out, six years out, 10 years out. Where do I yeah. want to be and what I'm going to build into that and have some plans to kind of build that along the way. Maybe I'll talk about it as we go with shows and see, see where that goes, just where I'm going to yeah. learn, what I'm going to focus on. Um, but very excited uh, to go into the new to new year of somewhat normalcy again, or at least we're, 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 yeah, we're used so. to this normalcy now, but, but, uh, yeah. but, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, and something I meant to mention at the beginning, because Zane uh, talked about recording some extra videos, uh, go check his videos out on, you know, on, on YouTube. Zane Allen, he posted some new, uh, like I said, I checked out over the holidays. I don't even know if yeah. I was alive. Uh, Zane, Zane got some more recordings done. Go check those out on YouTube. There's some good stuff. I went down with stuff. some, uh, you know, basically uh, go, defaulting back to Veeam as an application, but kind of how it works with the pure platform and just testing out some things. Yeah. Yep. So got really excited. Good stuff. Let we do a lot of stuff together. Yep. It's exciting. Um, go check those out. His blog, if you want to see the, the writing part is, West Coast IT hipster, right? Yep. And uh, check hipster. out those videos. Uh, you can always check me out at No Label Rocker. 
I don't, I didn't put up anything new over the holidays. <laughs> Hopefully this year, there's lots of good stuff coming. So I'm excited about that. We do want yeah. to get more of that enablement out. You know, that's part of our roles where it's like, yeah, it would be, yeah. be nice to have more time if, to do this, but it's not all talk about more than once. Why don't you make a video and just pass so, it around? Hey, why don't you make a blog out of it? And now that you can just take transcripts out of video, it's so much easier by the way. Yep. Just, just a little tip. Yeah. Out there. So yeah, go, go check those, those videos out. There's new, uh, Zane Allen on YouTube, the, the, uh, Veeam and pure they're, they're good videos. So check them out. Yep. Uh, and with that, I'll, I'll just say, you know, happy new year, Merry Christmas, happy holidays to everyone out there. Uh, I hope it was a sun or uh, fun, fun, safe holidays for, for you and your families out there. And I can't, uh, wait to keep doing this in 2023 and hopefully, hopefully do more of them this year. So. We are, we are going to do more Chris, but yes. Yeah. Thank it's you. Resolution. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Your uh, 2023 would be great. I hope you had a great new year. And thank you for listening. Uh, thanks, Ed.